0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company.
1: This is Politico Energy. I'm Katherine Morehouse. In a controversial move, the Biden administration on Wednesday canceled oil leases sold by the Trump administration in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge and it also blocked new drilling in millions of acres in the state. The announcement marks the latest political fight over the refuge, and it comes at a tricky time for the president. The cost of gasoline may go up soon, and Wednesday's announcement gives fuel to critics on both sides of the aisle. So today, we chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about the strategy behind this decision, how environmentalists and the administration's opponents are reacting, and more. It's Friday, September 8th.
0: On Wednesday, the Interior Department announced that it would cancel the seven leases that the Trump administration had sold for oil development in the Anwar region in Alaska. Folks who may remember, like, this has been a long-going tale. This, I think it's been going on since 2017 when the the Republican-led Congress at that time kind of opened up Anwar for lease sales. The Trump administration made a last-minute move to do a lease sale in Anwar. So what happened Wednesday is the Biden administration came by and said, actually, no, we're just going to revoke those leases and close off Anwar for good for oil development. What they also did, which I think is a little bit of a bigger story, is they also said they would take 13 million acres of and the National Petroleum Reserve, that's also in Alaska, and protect those against oil drilling. I think they said 10.6 million acres would just have no oil development allowed at all, and the remainder would have heightened kind of protections. They didn't really get into it too much, but basically it would be much more difficult to drill any oil there. So that was the two things that that they announced.
1: Okay, that's interesting. And I'm wondering whether, does this move actually significantly impact America's oil production much?
0: Not really. There, you know, Even though leases had been sold in Anwar, there hadn't been any drilling started. Republicans in the oil industry have really come out and said that, again, the Biden administration is killing the US oil industry. In this case, there's nothing going on there now. The argument is by taking those 13 million acres off the table, it removes you know, the opportunity to drill for oil there in the future. That may or may not be true oil industry interested in in drilling in Alaska has really fallen steadily over the past 20 years or so, more because of the fracking boom that's happened in the lower 48. It's just easier and cheaper to drill for oil now in Texas or North Dakota or someplace. But Alaska has just really kind of fallen off the map as far as oil production is concerned.
1: You know, I'd imagine in theory This decision could help the White House ease the tensions that it has with environmentalists who are still upset that the administration approved that massive Willow oil project earlier this year, also in Alaska. Is that kind of the reaction that you've been seeing since this move was announced or what have you been hearing from those groups?
0: Yeah, environmental groups, for the most part, gave the White House allocates for taking these acres off the shelf and for canceling the existing leases in ANWR. It was interesting. I talked to Representative Jared Huffman from California, who'd been one of the big critics against the Biden administration's move on Willow. And he said this didn't really, it's not like a balance where we get 13 million acres taken off the shelf and therefore that makes Willow okay. He's just more of this kind of is The direction we want to see the White House moving in. So I I don't think it completely erases it, but it's almost like it offers more goodwill toward green groups that the White House wants to make sure goes out to vote next year when it comes down to it.
1: And on the other side of things, this step is kind of coming at a risky time for the president. We know that Saudi Arabian production cuts are threatening to drive up prices at the pump. So How have Biden's opponents reacted since the announcement, and how could this potentially set up a new brawl with Republicans?
0: This kind of goes in line with the attack that the Biden administration is making it more difficult to drill in America, which in this instance, you know, certainly is true. It just happens to be in an area where there wasn't much interest to drill in the first place. So it kind of fits the preformed arguments. As you mentioned, oil, I think, hit $90 a barrel on Thursday because of Saudi Arabia's production cuts. But again, there was no... No oil drills in Anwar when the White House announcement came on Wednesday. And there wasn't much interest in drilling in the NPRA besides, you know, the Willow Project, which the administration approved. So the Republicans are going to make their talking points. We also saw Democrat Senator Joe Manchin come out and accuse the White House of trying to kill energy production. But again, a lot of this was done in Alaska, where there wasn't a lot of interest in oil production to begin with. And we have to remember a lot of this is D.C. centric, D.C. focused, you know, campaign talking points kind of thing when, you know, in reality, most oil production in the U.S. happens on private lands or state lands. It doesn't happen on federal land. So the Biden administration is taking steps to reduce the amount of acres available for drilling on federal land and raise the cost for drilling on federal land. But there's a lot more land out there available for oil development.
1: Also, the Biden administration's new rule, vastly curtailing the scope of federal clean water protections, is set to take effect today. The Biden administration late last month unveiled the new rule, which amends its January 2023 Waters of the U.S. regulation to comply with the Supreme Court's May decision in Sackett v. EPA. In that case. The majority of the court ruled that only, quote, relatively permanent waters and wetlands with a direct surface connection to larger downstream waters should fall under the scope of the law. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Nermal Malaichel is the podcast's producer. Annie Reese and Kara Tabor edited the podcast this week. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back on Monday.
0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com meetingdemand meeting demand.